Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! One time, those two casual wrestling fans went to their first Monday Night Raw? I sure do, because it was on Monday night. Oh, yeah. Monday Night Raw! Yeah! Woo! You, yes, you know yes, what Monday Night yes, Raw is, yes, really, yes, when you're there in person? Yes, yes. Wow. You're, you're in commercial town. In real life, when you're when you are a commercial, it just goes dark and it's really quiet. You don't do anything. It's really scary to be a commercial. <laughs> yeah. While you're just standing in an arena with fourteen thousand people in the dark, someone's watching a pasta ad. That's scary. <laughs> Welcome everybody to CWFP, the Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast. We are your hosts, Cam and. I think that's Jory. No, I'm Jory. You motherfucker. Oh, I was just hit. He hit me. I just put Cameron through the table. All oh. right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm Jory. We went to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. We went to Raw. We went to the Raw Zone. We went to the War Zone. <laughs> we went, more specifically, we went there for main event. <laughs> yeah, we got, this is the first time we're going to start the podcast off with main event. Alright, who who did we start off with first for main event? The very first wrestlers that made their entrance during main event were the Ascensions, yeah. which is crazy. Not that it's the Ascension, of course they're going to be on main event, but it's crazy how big of a pop they got because everyone was just buzzing for, for, for wrestling. He, and do, do you know what I saw online? Hmm. It was, the, it was their first win this year. This is the first time the Ascension have won this Seven year. Seven months into 2018 and they got their first win. Yeah. Revive the Ascension, <laughs> long hair guy. Let's do it. <laughs> Jesus. But people love them and the chick next to me, you're going to hear about her a lot during this episode, she loved them too. <laughs> and she finished her one beer that got her hammered before that match was even over. So And it just kept her going for yep. four goddamn hours. Well, she got really quiet during the women's matches during Raw, but mm. that was because there was nothing for her to look at, I think. <laughs> That's that kind of what it be, felt like. That seemed to be what she, her main motivator was it, for what she was there for. <laughs> to see buff, sweaty men. Not But we saw the, the Ascension wrestle Heath Slater and Rhino. And there's just, isn't there just something nice to be sitting there in in the arena and you hear, I'm just one man. Yeah. Yeah. And what does it say on his Titantron? Doesn't it say, 
I, I need this job. I'm yes, it says it says I need this job. I've never noticed that it says I need this job. Really? That's hilarious. Yes, <laughs> that's just what's extra funny about his thing is like he can't lose the job because he has ninety kids. Yeah. So he has to be a part of a job. He needs his five hundred thousand dollar a year job because he's got kids. Like we said last week, where didn't didn't we say that on the podcast? Yeah. He, oh yeah, he has so many kids. He, he just lives l- like a like a working class person, <laughs> <laughs> even though he makes like upper middle class money, way upper middle class money. Actually, I know five hundred thousand is like on the low side for wrestlers, but him and Rhino are over enough, and with like merchandise, they probably make like closer to seven hundred. <laughs> probably, but I, I think the Titantron used to say. Heath Slater and then Rhino. Yeah, well, it says that, and then it turns into. Oh, okay. I just I need this then. job. I've got kids, but because so they don't show funny. the Titantron on TV. Really, yeah, not you, for you those two. You, those you, two sometimes you'll are, see it as they're like panning out from yeah. them entering, but yeah. Because a lot of the time you come back to the show and they're just in the ring. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, we saw the Ascension versus uh, Heath Slater and Rhino. And Rhino is over as hell, like you talked about last week. Yeah, he changed he is. ec dub for like four minutes, and he <laughs> loved it. As soon as it started, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we started that chance. Yes, <laughs> I started. I don't even. I was like taken hold by the spirit of Paul Heyman. Like I just started <laughs> ec dub, ec dub. Like I don't even know what happened. That was great. He loved that, and then uh, we chanted, "He's got kids," which Heath really liked. Yeah, Rhino liked that too. I like those two a lot. You're right. They are really cool. They're, they're just good and fun. And yeah. <laughs> I wish they had more, like, backstage antics. It's a shame that we don't get Fashion Files much because Heath Slater and Rhino on Fashion Files would be really good. That'd be great. What are you, you're wearing this, 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 this eunuch. You, the, oh, fuck. Eunuch? <laughs> cut. Cut. Shit. You're wearing this leotard. They've been wearing this for, like, 40 years. There you go. <laughs> your tunic <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh there are plenty of links in front of these so. yeah um, uh yeah that would be great you know it would be even better if heath slater and rhino were just tag champions that would require them to ca- he, they were they were the inaugural smackdown tag team champions i thought that was um Never mind, you're right. They were, for SmackDown, they were the inaugural, for the brand split, they're like, alright, we'll give Heath Slater and Rhino a belt. For some reason, I think... Do you think American Alpha? Yeah. So I think that's who they took it that, from. Yeah, that makes sense. God, the tag division was so cool, like, right before we <laughs> started watching. Yeah. Is they let, cool, even if they are gimmicky and, and, like, comical, it's still fun. But, anyway... Uh, Ascension and uh, Heath Slater, Rhino. It was fun. Yeah, fun chanting, it's cool guys. You get, you get, you get a gore. You get, you, you get. He's got kids. You, you you get the Ascension being scary looking, but buried. Yeah, they won at least. So there's yeah. that. Maybe not buried forever. So after sitting in the dark for 20 minutes while a recap of last week's raw played we got that no first we got we got that then we got to sit in the dark and then the lights came on because we were the commercial break be, during modern family and we're like oh fuck finally i don't have to watch modern family anymore i get to watch yeah. wrestling and then it cut out and then they started up the second main event match which was chad gable no we didn't get any chad gable 
Who was it? Oh, shit, you're right. Okay, 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 excuse you, me. You need to preface, you need to add on, after you say who comes out, the excitement someone we know had. Okay, okay, I apologize. I think I just thought that because of the feud he was previously in with someone coming up. Yeah. We got Woo Woo Woo, Zack Ryder. <laughs> yeah. Which was, which was pretty great. Um, our friend Kyle was there, and Kyle knows Zack Ryder because of a song <laughs> that plays on his SoundCloud playlist or something, <laughs> like a remix of Zack yeah. Ryder's entrance music that he really likes. <laughs> so, so it was really cool that he got to see Zack yeah. Ryder in person. Um, and then turned out that Zack Ryder had to face the modern day Maharaja, Jinder. Maha Shandi. I don't. I want to. I want to make sure I'm saying that right. What is it? Shandi. Shandi. Sh- yeah. Shandi. Yeah. Whatever that means. Relax. Maybe. Maybe. Breathe. <laughs> oh no. Um. So yeah, Ryder. That was my first time seeing Zack Ryder in 2018. I think. I hadn't seen him do anything before. Maybe because the. The Superstar Shakeup. He was injured for was a little he? bit, like right after Mania. Right after uh, Superstar Shakeup, he got injured. Oh, that sucks. It okay. was like a short injury, but okay, good. I'm glad he's back. That's probably why Mojo's been doing some weird ass shit. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. I had my, don't worry, gender. Sonic is in Smash Five. Sign. Which everybody in our section, in the section next to us, was looking at me because I was freaking out with the sign. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even look at me. Yeah. He probably couldn't see back there because the lights. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Don't worry, Ginger. Sonic is there. Yeah. You don't have to leave your switch on for 90 hours. He's there at the start, probably. Wait. Nope. How do you... You unlock them by doing... Just by playing the game. Oh, my God. He does have to leave his switch on for 90 hours. How unfortunate for Jinder. <laughs> just make one of the Singh brothers play it. That's what he's gonna do. Just make Sunil play Smash until he unlocks Sonic, and then you're good to go. Yeah, he's like, I don't care about story mode. I just want to be competitive. Um, anyway, uh, Jinder Mahal just kind of destroyed Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder had a thing going on for a little bit, and we wooed a lot with him. Yeah. Woo, woo. woo was it called the woo kick? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know enough about Zack Ryder. I know that he got himself over on the internet. Oh. That's how it... And then he got signed. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. Glad our friend got to see uh, Zack Ryder, one of the only wrestlers they know. Yeah. (laughs) It's... Most of it was just... I I just just remember when they went uh, ringside and you were chanting, You Sunil. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You Sunil. Yeah. I wanted him to to throw him and stuff. He did use him as a shield for a little bit, but... Yeah. We need more Sunil being Mm -hmm. like... The, you know, the cell where you, like, yeah. turn in midair? I want Sunil to be used like that more often. I, I think they, they'd probably tell Jinder to tone down on that because they don't want both the Singh brothers to be out of commission. Oh, so he can start again when, uh, what's the other Singh brother's name? Samir, when Samir comes back. He hasn't, he got an ACL, he's been out for, like, seven or He's been out since months. before this year. Yeah. He was out before Raw 25, which was like the beginning of the year almost. Yep. That was like the second week of January? Yeah. Yeah, so he'll probably be out for another like six months because that's a serious injury. He's going to come He's gonna come back at uh, Clash of Champions and take every single belt on. 
<laughs> Samir, if Samir Singh has a belt, canceling my subscription. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so main event was cool. Actually, seeing yeah. main, both the matches were cool. Yeah, it was and, just matches. And the best thing about main event is because it happens when everyone's like very excited to see wrestling. As, yeah. Like as they sit down, everyone's the crowd's excited. good. Yeah. yeah. For the crowd's good for people who aren't usually going to get that reception. So. Yeah. Good on you, main event. Your name still doesn't make sense. You should be called Superstars, because Superstars existed for a long time, and I don't know why that happened. It's, it's making even more sense if, like, main event was broadcast. It is. It's on Hulu. Only. Is, uh, Hulu only? Pretty sure, yeah. Oh, I thought it they used were to be on, on WGN. Or... They used to be on WGN and used to be on Ion, but those both got canceled, but they still do it. Ion's still even a channel? Yes. It's probably one of those CSI networks. Pretty much. Okay, well. Just CSI and uh, Criminal Minds. I'm glad Jinder doesn't have to be sandwiched between just CSI and Criminal Minds, so that's fine that they didn't pick it up again. Well, after watching a highlight reel of, of, of Mania? Yeah, they just show, told us about WrestleMania. That had already happened months ago, and we definitely watched. Yeah. I'm sure there were a lot of people there who hadn't watched WrestleMania. And imagine that that's that's in their mind a good way to hype people up. Like imagine it, even though it wasn't like the first thing after, but like if you're at the stadium for the uh season kickoff cuz who gives a shit about preseason football? Nobody. And on the screen, not even my mom does. Yeah. The only so, thing to worry about is injuries. Yeah. Otherwise it's fucking stupid. But on the JumboTron they just showed like Super Bowl highlights. They wouldn't because the NFL would make all the teams pay stupid amounts of money for it. But I imagine that's the thinking is like you show them like the big hype thing before the event yeah, to get people excited. Like at the Eagles home opener, they'll definitely show a shit ton of Super Bowl stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Not only because like, hey, here's our new banner and our rings and shit like that, but also like, we're going to do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after watching a sizzle reel of WrestleMania stuff, we opened. In the best possible fashion, yeah. Of WrestleMania or a Raw, excuse me, that we are attending could open. Yeah, the big dog. You did he did Michael Cole say it when we watched it? Welcome to Monday Night Raw, or did it just it I just did, it just did the like he just did Welcome to Monday Night Raw and Baron. Yeah, they also yeah. started off with like a recap of last week, yeah, like a dramatic recap. Yeah, because a lot of stuff happened last week. Yeah. Um... So that was great. Um, everyone, we were in the Roman section. Yeah. Everyone in our section loves Roman Reigns. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the specifics in his first match. Yeah. But <laughs> we got the big dog. He's here. In, he was there in Sioux Falls ready. And he just came out and was like, you know, Bob. Bob keeps talking shit. And you know what, Bob? You're still not the guy. And I'm going to beat you because I'm the guy. Bob. Bob. <laughs> he really likes calling him Bob. Yeah. I don't even think that bothers Bobby Lashley. Probably not. No, I don't think he cares. Um, yeah. So, who came out to confront him about all this bullshit? Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Wow, they're here to show the world. Okay, here's a fun, uh, fun fact for you. Listeners who have never been to a, a a live WWE event or NXT event in the last couple years, 
the bagpipes that play during Drew McIntyre's <laughs> entrance are so loud it feels like someone is drilling into your head. I really, I, they just need to be bass boosted. They might as well have been. They were so loud it was like shaking my brain. Yeah, it was, it was awful. Yeah, that hurt. That really hurt. Um, I specifically remember from this though, Ziggler coming out and being like, "Hey, Roman, you're you're an egomaniac, and you only care about yourself." And it's and I yelled at him, "Your fucking nickname is the Show Off." <laughs> isn't that the thing? Isn't that like the easy heat as a heel is to just be a hypocrite? Yeah, probably. I didn't even think about that until just now. I was just <laughs> mad at Dolph Ziggler. Wow. I was very excited. I got worked. <laughs> you, you got I, worked the whole night. I got worked the whole night, yeah. <laughs> um. So, how how did this move forward? Something about... They just bickered. And yeah, it was not very physical. No, until they beat up the big dog. Yeah. And then... Not you didn't get a you didn't get a music hit, but no, you didn't. But the architect, the King Slayer, Seth Rollins ran out to save his buddy Roman Reigns, who uh, saved him last week. Yeah, and um, then we got after that had settled. Then there was a backstage segment which they show on the uh, Titan Tron at events, and you can't hear it. You can't. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> is like people are so loud cheering. Like, you watch it at home, and, like, you see Seth Rollins during those, and Seth Rollins is, like, you know, he's talking, and everyone's, like, yeah, Seth Rollins is huge, I love him, woo! You, you hear the so cheering, much... and then they cut it, yeah. so you don't have to hear it the whole time. Yeah, but it's, the cheering is so loud, and the Titantron, the speakers or whatever is 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 outputting this, is, are so quiet, you, you can't hear yeah. the backstage segments at all. Unless it's... Unless they're so bored with it that they're not saying anything, that the crowd yeah. is just like during something that we got later. But um, yeah, uh, Roman was like, "I want, I want them tonight," and he Seth said something about, "You already have a match with a rematch with Bobby Lashley against the Revival," mm-hmm. and Roman was like, "I don't care, Kurt, make the match, Bob. I'm, I'm and, tough, the big dog," and Kurt was like. Stephanie McRan said I had to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the general manager now, Roman. <laughs> general manager Roman. Whew, people would be mad. But yeah, Roman's got two matches. Perfect. It's like Vince Vince knew we he were going to be there. He listens. He's like, hey, Vince. Those, hey. those CWFP guys, I'm going to give them the big dog. <laughs> all they want. All night. You're going to hear his music seven times. We did actually hear it like four times. Because he ran, opened up the night, hears mm-hmm. music. Exiting, we hear his music. Then comes out for his next match, we hear his music. Exiting for that match, we hear his music. Coming out for his, uh, his second match, we hear the music. And then when he was exiting that match, we heard the music. Six times. And every time I uod. Yeah, it was good. Yep. Um, so yeah. Roman has two matches for that night. Uh, okay, cool. I'm excited to see to see Roman next. Um, I think we were supposed to get Bray Wyatt, but unfortunately, yeah, Bray Wyatt uh, was in a car accident. Where, like Texas or something? Florida, Florida on Friday. So the morning before, 
the morning before the house show, so he was probably going to show up pretty late like uh, McIntyre did. Yeah, probably. Um, we know that he has some injuries from it. Yeah. But they he's okay. S- they still have him scheduled for the Extreme Rules match. Which I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. Maybe they'll re- maybe they'll film something. Maybe they'll do like when Jason Jordan was injured and they lost the title. Him and Seth Rollins lost the titles to the Bar. Jason Jordan oh, got, yeah. got like lightly hit, and then he's just like, Ooh. yeah, he had, he had CT instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I imagine they'll do something like that. That makes sense. Um, but instead, we got Matt Hardy versus Curtis Axel. And yes, again, they did the imitating the the Woken Eater of Worlds. That's their yeah. Name. Which is, I mean, we've been getting this so many weeks in a row. It's funny still. Yeah. But it's like, I can only watch Curtis Axel do the the dumb laughing so many times. I'll never get tired of Bo Dallas imitating his brother's character. Yeah, that's funny. It's it's funny because Bray Wyatt's his brother. Yeah, and it's also it's also just he's actually like not bad at it too. No, and that's what we were talking about during the show. Is like he probably helped him at some point with that character. He probably was like, you know, I want to do this character, and Bo was like, okay, give it, give it to me. What do you got? Yeah, and he was like, maybe you should do it a little bit more like this. So he's probably done the or or like at Thanksgiving, like making fun of Bray. Yeah, like just doing the character <laughs> while carving the turkey. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, he he knows how to do it. He's good at it. I think the like, they definitely just have a like a wig of dreads on his face, right? Yeah, that's what that looks like. That's funny. That's very funny. But um, it was it was good. We all got to do delete. Yep. My mom stood up on her chair and deleted with him. Yeah, <laughs> that that was awesome. Yeah. My hands hurt after that night too. Yeah, my back hurt. My back and neck hurt from going like this so much. Yeah, that was. That was wild. A lot of cheering and arm <laughs> movements and stuff is good. Um, so, it, it was... It almost feels like Matt Hardy is... He's not at his... The the eater... The uh, the deleter is uh, not as powerful without his partner. Yeah, it does. Maybe they have some sort of, like, buff bonus when they're a team. Like, they get plus 20% to all stats when they're together. It's the it's the creepy ass gimmick buff. If your gimmick is something that makes people under the age of fourteen uncomfortable, <laughs> you gain plus twenty to all stats when in this in a tag team together. So how so how how strong would the boogeyman be if he was with them? Does he just become invincible? Is it like getting a star if the boogie, if the boogeyman joined him? No. What ha- how they become an, if if boogeyman joins them and they create a stable. Where it's like the worm eater of worlds. <laughs> then they are unstoppable at some point. They're not invincible, but the combination of the right wrestlers would stop them. Okay. They become invincible if that stable then joins the Ministry of Darkness. Okay. Yeah, then they become, then they're like Metal Mario, like Sheen over them. Like okay. Can't, yeah. And the only people who can stop them are the New Shield, which is the New Day and the Shield. Yeah. <laughs> Led by Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, one of the yeah. only people. <laughs> Fantasy booking. All right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this this match was mostly just Curtis Axel kind of beating the shit out of Matt Hardy and the guy in front of us turning around and being like, his legs don't bend about Matt Hardy. Yeah. Which. He's old. 
Yeah, they they don't seem to. Uh, he's like Cotton from King of the Hill. <laughs> his shin his shins got deleted by the <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, Curse Axel got a win, and then the <laughs> they celebrated. Yep, they, that's what the B team does, and it's still good. Curtis Axel did the Fortnite floss. I know the floss is not from Fortnite, but... Excuse me, the Fort Line floss. It's a wrestling podcast. Yeah. I'm a little sad we didn't get a twist of fate, but... We were close. Yeah, he went to set it up, but it got reversed. We were very close. Yeah, so... Match Extreme Rules. Uh, just just kind of like a, st- a thing that's happening. It's okay. And then we got Titus... I- Worldwide, I loved this. This was probably the most active I was <laughs> during the whole show, and we had to stifle our marking out about Dana Brooke. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll continue to stifle it now. You go ahead. Oh, uh, she just looked nice. She sure, looks, sure she, she looked nice in person too. Yeah. Yep, she's a fine young lady. Yep, I'd like to court her. Uh, yep, I'd like to go to her house and ask her daddy <laughs> if I can take her on a date. Yep. <laughs> um yeah uh times worldwide that is that's cool you, they're, when they're coming out you know they're gonna lose yeah but they're still awesome it, it was it was cool they came out we worldwide with them yep and then when they got into the ring it went to black because we had to watch commercials another thing is not only do we sit in darkness but we watch commercials while other people are watching commercials yep and unfortunately there's this weird thing that happens where it goes to it will go to dark in the arena and we'll watch commercials for the network mm-hmm. while people are watching Geico commercials at home. Yeah. And it the wrestlers are just in the ring already. Yeah. And it's dark while they're just standing in the ring. And then as they they like know the the, the timer. They probably get like a cue. They probably do, you're right. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I couldn't see the timekeepers area quoting them doing <laughs> dumb air quotes. But yeah, they probably get something, um, unless there's like some segment beforehand, like you can tell when some of the like uh, Bailey Sasha stuff was ending, like there were people in the ring and they like knew like right as that was ending to get right back into it. Yeah. But yeah, they just sort of stand there to wait for the lights to come back on and the music hits again, like immediately, and then they yeah. start doing their thing. And I got to do the bark with Titus, so that's my life's complete. We, we couldn't hear what Dana Brooke. We couldn't see Dana Brooke's clipboard. Oh damn! But she's probably like trying to come. She's probably talking to them like, "Is there anything local that's good here?" <laughs> and then <laughs> Paulo Cruz is like, "We can get McDonald's again." It's like we don't want to wait two hours for our food. That's real. <laughs> local references. Yeah, Sioux Falls doesn't have any like local food that's worth being woo over. But they have a Five Guys. We have a five guys here. Oh. Two places you can be disappointed by a burger in South Dakota. Great. Anyway, um, so then, after we came back from commercial break, I marked the fuck out because <laughs> yeah. it was AOP. And nobody knows who these people are. So there's one dude in the front row, or, or girl, I think maybe it was a gal, with an AOP sign and then me in the back just screaming, just fucking yeah. screaming and <laughs> clapping, jumping up and down. Yeah. I know, though, thinking about it now, I know why Titus 
and Apollo couldn't be the Authors of Pain. Why? Dana's a statistician, not an English major. They're the Authors of Pain. Sorry. They got they got to brush up on, on their literature? Yeah. Dana Burke is over there trying to find... Find out how to multiply ethos by pathos. She's looking up the cliff notes for English 101. Yeah, she and she can't figure it out while Apollo Crews is getting uh, last chaptered. So, <laughs> oops. But uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty. It's just big men. This match is just big men. Apollo Crews not really getting to shine still, but otherwise just <laughs> big ass fucking buff dudes. Larry etting each other. Not getting a shooting star press because the authors of pain were cool. Yeah, I would have liked to get a shooting... Even if the knees came up. Yeah. Would have been fine to see a shooting star press in, in person. Um, yeah, glad I got to see the Authors of Pain. Well, this would be a good spot to talk about the beginning of it anyway. Yeah. So when we came into the arena in line, they had a bunch of like actors getting like walkthroughs of what sort of segment they were going to do. Yeah. Which was the counseling session for Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Which was done by a character that neither of us know, because we didn't watch them. Yeah, but there was a pop for him. Pretty big pop. Bigger yeah. pop than there was for Bailey or Sasha. Yeah, Bailey and Sasha talked, were, turned out they both had a, the same counseling appointment for a guy who was a counselor for Kane and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Maybe the segments were good? Probably. With how, with how it went over, I think it might have been good, or it might just be uh, Rogue One Syndrome. I remember, I recognized it, and I clapped. Woo, yeah, woo! Um, yeah, it was, he, I I guess I don't get it, because I don't know the character. It's just, I just think it's just like, I think it's funnier with Kane and Daniel Bryan, because Kane's a big, scary guy, and that was when Daniel Bryan was, it was Team Hell No, so he was the, uh, he was doing the no thing, and he was pessimistic. And then you just have this happy, you guys need to talk about feelings. Yeah. So it's funny when you have Kane sitting there in, like, the counseling office with a mask on. Yeah, that's probably hilarious. Uh, is, there, is there anything you'd like to talk about, Kane? D- Daniel wouldn't meet my brother, the Undertaker. <laughs> After we lost my, my our parents in the fire that I started, we, <laughs> we don't have much family left. It hurt a lot that he wouldn't meet my brother. Fuck. Yeah, that's probably what happened. That's probably the gist of it. Well, we should probably go back and find them and watch them. Yeah. Maybe they'll put a, his collection on there. The the counselor collection. Four whole things, yeah. Um, Four whole two-minute things, yeah. Also, where was Eugene? Where's Eugene? Yeah. Probably at home. Yeah. Probably training somebody. Yeah, probably. He did tweet that day as, like, the one thing I don't get booked for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool if he was there. But not as Eugene. Yeah, not as Eugene, Not no. as Eugene. Is his real name Eugene? His real name's not Eugene. His real name's Nick. Okay, so as Nick. Yeah. And there was quite a lot of people, a few people wearing the uh, shirts from the local promotion. Uh, Midwest All Pro? Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, the G.I. Joe logo? Yeah. Yeah, so that that's cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people also were talking about Eugene in the crowd, at least in our section. Yeah. A lot of people, like, saw my Where's Eugene sign, and they were like, he's around here, and I was like, 
That's the joke. Yep, I definitely don't have this sign if I go to an event in Sacramento or something. Yeah, you look like an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Like I did with my gender sign, but <laughs> that's um, for us. Yeah, that's for you guys, <laughs> the listeners, the dedicated CWFP nation. <laughs> um, but after the segment, oh, we we got probably the match we were we were the most worked with. Uh, the nodding whole, my head up and down. The, the whole section was pretty worked, but we'll, we'll get into that because there's something we got to talk about with it. But it's, uh, it, it was Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins against Ziggler and, uh, Bagpipe Man. Yeah, Bagpipe Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we got the bagpipes twice. Oh, fuck. And it hurt. Yep. A lot. Yeah. My ears were bleeding at one point. It's like that segment of, uh, In Game Sack. When uh, Dave is talking, to the marble yes, yes, it's like the camera's zooming in and out. Beep, 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 beep. Yes. That's what the fucking bagpipes are like in person. Yes, they're that fucking. Would bag. you have preferred Sonic Spinball? Oh god! <laughs> yeah, that's bad. No, I think the marble, uh, the marble madness music is much worse. Um, but. Yeah, so Ziggler and McIntyre versus Rollins and and Reigns. Let me tell you something. I personally think Seth Rollins is the best wrestler they have in the whole company. Yeah. And it, I learned, you know, you can read things online, whatever. You can hear Meltzy talk about stuff. I believe Meltzy. He talks about things. He's been around for 30 years or something. More, probably. Um... When you're in the crowd and you see how many SR logo shirts there are, yeah. and how many Monday Night Rollins shirts there are, how many people are talking about how excited they are to see Seth Rollins, and the pop that he gets, he's the guy. Yeah. He's absolutely the guy. He's the man. Yeah, so, I'm not sure what we're waiting for, probably for Brock to get the belt off that cow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah... He's the man. He absolutely is the man. And it was really crazy to be in that crowd just fucking losing their minds when his music hit. Yeah. Just fucking like... I'm pretty sure that's when our row of chairs got pushed back because that chick was losing her shit. Probably. Yeah. Well, she was more losing it to Roman. That's true, yeah. <laughs> that's true. It was... Before we talk about the match, we need to talk about her. Because she was like... Making hearts with her hands and like blowing kisses and just like jumping around yep. to Roman Reigns. Yep. Yep. I don't know who she was with. She was with that dude next to her and I don't know if they were on a date or something, but if I... She mentioned something about her ex-husband. Oh yeah, she definitely had an ex-husband she talked about. I don't know, maybe this dude was just like a co-worker who was wearing a wrestling shirt one time and she was like, I sort of watch wrestling sometimes because she didn't know like... Really, anybody other than, like, Roman yeah. and Seth and, like, Dolph Ziggler, probably. The hot ones. <laughs> um, no problem with that. That's fine if that's why you watch wrestling. We don't judge. But, um, yeah. I think she was maybe there on a date with this guy. But this guy, <laughs> like, he was probably going, like, side-eyeing her during some of the shit. She was, like, lean into me and be like, he's so fucking hot. And I was like, <laughs> me? Oh, Roman. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Also, her 
they, they did the WrestleMania thing, and she, like, marked out to Undertaker showing up. Oh, fuck. Well, the whole arena did. Yeah. Like, the whole arena, like, got quiet and just, like, a roar of cheers for a guy who's wrestled twice this year and <laughs> didn't do much. That That's how over The Undertaker is. Infinitely. He just, you see a picture of him and people lose their minds. Yeah. You see a recording from three months ago where he had a squash match that was not... It was it was good for Undertaker-type stuff, but overall it was just like, okay. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the pop was nuts just to see the Undertaker on that thing. <laughs> but, yeah, she marked the fuck out for Undertaker. That was crazy. And, and Roman just the whole time. Yeah. And... Roman didn't do much this match. It, it was, was mostly just Seth. A lot of Seth. The like I said, I think I said the loudest match of the night. Yeah, absolutely the the loudest the crowd was. It was, you know, you when you're sitting at home and you're watching a match where they can't get a tag. It's not that. It's not that it's, compelling. It, it sucks, kind of. It, it does, especially because yeah. I know my mom hates it. Yeah. Like whenever it's on TV, it's she's just like, "Come on, just tag him." <laughs> and like with with this, it was. It, it 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 was Seth Rollins was just putting on a good old show, doing his best like as always. he does the whole time. We're like, how does he keep doing this on Monday night? Yeah, and he just he kept trying to tag Roman, and he gets so close, and everyone's screaming, and he just doesn't get that tag. We get we get a lot we get a lot of good stuff. Uh, Big Dog sh- did a little bit, but then he tagged out because he's because kayfabe wise, Seth Rollins couldn't get to him. But real life wise, he's got to do all the work in the match later. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's ex- I I didn't even think about that until just now. Oh, because he was he was the guy who did everything with Lashley. Yeah, which was kayfabe his choice. But yeah, um, the crowd was nuts. Suicide dives like. It was, he jumped into both of them at one point, like, yeah. from the top rope out to outside in the ring, like, or outside yeah. on the, next to the ring. He's crazy, dude. We got a frog splash. From across most of the ring. Yeah. Uh, we got, well, McIntyre broke that up. He almost got him. It's, he got just a lot, a lot of nice, nice hits on him. It was, it was, it was real good. And. Ooh, he reversed. Didn't he reverse a um, Hurricane Rana from Ziggler into a buckle bomb? Yes. That was the that was probably the peak of loud of the whole that night. That was incredible. That was the peak of loud, yeah. That was <laughs> That was great, yeah. And with the uh with he he just couldn't get that tag to Roman. Our, I don't know what other parts of the arena were chanting it, but our our part was chanting "We want Roman." We were chanting "We want We want Roman," and then like assholes, or I guess normal wrestling fans. Sorry, I didn't just call you guys assholes, but you, nobody really likes Roman. We're chanting "Roman sucks," mm. and then we added in "No, he, or, yes, yes, we no." They're saying "No, we don't." Yes, yeah, you're and right. Then we added "Yes, we do" during their chant. Yeah, so I I said we want Roman. Yes, we do for like two minutes straight, and I like my my I couldn't speak for a little bit after that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Seth was about to get the tag, 
and then who come out and and pull Roman off the apron? We go hard all day on that. If I don't get my Starbucks, I'll be ready to fight. We go yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The revival jumped up and beat the shit out of Roman. And there's this kid who was like in front of us, but a couple seats to the right. He was like screaming every time Seth Rollins was about to get the tag. He's like, come on, come on. <laughs> and then the revival like beat up Roman and it, call, it, it caused the match to end. And he like falls into his chair, into his dad's arms, bawling, crying. Very hard crying. Like, very, very face red, can't breathe. The one when the kids just like... <laughs> <laughs> very like, honey, take the kid to the car type crying if it was anywhere else. I think I think if, it, if it, he was crying a little bit more longer, he would have done like the wailing thing where you hear like the spit in the back <laughs> of the that baby, that like four-year-old do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably when he would have been taken out. Um, but he was able... We were all, like, consoling him, too. We were all... Yeah, like, like everybody in the section was going, like, It's okay, Roman, we'll get them. No worries. He's gonna get him later. Yeah, and, uh... I don't know, it didn't help. He was still just crying as hard no. as ever. But that that's... It's, it's just amazing. Like, it's stuff that normally boring at home. Like, oh, he can't get the tag. Come on. But, but when you're in there, it's like you're screaming for it to happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Like... I do like seeing that kid there because it reminds me that, like, the whole, like, Cena sucks thing. Yeah. But there was still a generation that grew up and loved, grew up loving Cena. Yeah. Roman sucks. There's still a generation growing up that loves Roman. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's gonna, it's gonna happen no matter what. It's just a matter of whether it's gonna happen in a proper manner or not. Yeah. Did, did you, did you notice that, whoever, I, I, before the whole thing started, we gotta talk about there was um uh, a lot of woos just going on, cause you know Ric Flair exists. Rick and Charlotte. Yeah, and then someone just started a "Let's Go Cena, Cena Sucks" chant yeah. just before because meme. Did you did you notice like looking around when that was happening? Like notice like something switch in a kid's brain where they realized what was saying and they got mad. I didn't. I I saw that a couple times. When I was like <laughs> looking and I I see Cena sucks and I could be like. <laughs> well, there were so many Cena people. Like, we saw probably three families that were just in full Cena gear. We saw two John Cena spinner belts. Oh, right, yeah. That's, that's a cool... Fu- and they both were, like, authentic, like, the yeah. spinner moves. Yeah. Which, that's just... That's nuts. Yeah, I can't wait to go to a wrestling show in 20 years when, uh... When Izzy is the top person in the company <laughs> and there are people wearing Roman vests. Like like fifty year old men wearing Roman vests and arm things, that was, wrist guards. And, and you were right about uh, just moms and kids. Yeah, the ones in Roman gear. Yeah, I saw a couple kids like decked out in uh like Roman gloves and vests. Yeah, there was the the two girls that were holding up a Roman Empire sign that was pink and sparkly, and, the, and it made it on TV. It was like yeah. one of the first signs on TV, and that was like right next to us. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's just a matter of it's just a matter of like people are going to like the big guy, the 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 man, but not everyone's going to be as satisfied as they were with Stone Cold. So I think Stone Cold resonates more with like working class men 
And Cena and Roman probably don't. Because they're yeah. just like, one is a rapper guy and the other one is a Samoan superhero. Yeah. So. But we, you touched on, on Stone Cold resonating in the Midwest. The old guy pointing at my shirt and being like, I wish he'd come back and teach these guys a lesson. How could he teach them? <laughs> Get out while you can before your knees are bad. Like yeah. that's that's Stone Cold's lesson to to everyone. If anything, he could teach them how to cut promos. Like, yeah, it, maybe that's what he meant, but it didn't feel like it. I don't think so. I think he he just worked. He just worked. Yeah, eavesdropping <laughs> on that whole thing going on there. They those are people who are like it's so real to me. Damn it! Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. Lots of Stone Cold gear, though. Yeah. Lots of Stone Including Cold Including me. Yep, including you, yeah. <laughs> um, so, the big dog is riled up for his match against the Revival later on. With Bob. With Bob. Um, there was a segment where they confronted each other, and Bobby was like, Hey, man, just let's be teammates. We're gonna, we're gonna have a match at Extreme Rules, so tonight let's just do our best to be teammates. And Roman was like, fuck you, Bob. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so... Um, oh, and he said, fuck you, Bob. I'm going to do everything in this match. I'm <laughs> yeah. not even going to tag you. Yeah. So, um, but then we got Baron Corbin apologizing to Finn Balor? No, Finn Balor wanted... Oh, no, he, you're right. Well, Baron Corbin wanted Finn Balor to, to apologize, apologize for to him. him. Yeah. yeah. It was... He 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 had like a neat segment. He's like, you know, adversity is just life experience. And he showed him getting the shit kicked out of him by Finn Balor last week in their tag match as lessons that Finn Balor was teaching him. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know, when your boss fires you, it's a lesson. He's trying to teach you something. He's trying to make you a better worker. When a cop gives you a speeding ticket, he's trying to make you a better driver. Yeah. That was, it was, it was really funny. The whole, this whole segment was really good. Um, (laughs) And this is a a rivalry that hopefully stops before SummerSlam so we can get a good match. For Finn Balor? Yeah. I think this will continue for a while. Mm. I think they'll continue the Constable thing because a lot of people, a lot of like big wrestling fans seem to really like it. Hmm. Um, and Finn, Finn Balor's got to do something. Yeah. He's a top guy, big, big, big merch mover. So yeah, the have the, him do something. the kid with the big buff dad in front of us was wearing like a Finn Balor shirt that was five sizes too big for him. He'll grow into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a smart dad. Yeah. By the time Finn Balor goes back to New Japan, it'll fit right. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think New Japan's recording right now. Oh, um, sick. <laughs> it, yeah. He, Finn, Finn Balor came out, and it was it was fun doing the point with him. Yep. It was. And just his music is good. Yeah. And when you... When, all, all the music is just better in person. Yeah. And then everyone just looks cooler in person. Yeah. Yeah, even though you kind of have to tiptoe to see over them. Yeah. <laughs> they still uh, they still look significantly buffer, I think. <laughs> yes. Everybody looks much buffer in person. And than they, they don't do. look as slippery. 
They look less oily. Maybe it's just... Uh, it's definitely the camera's maybe it was our lighting. Angle. Maybe if we sat where the camera is at, we, it would look the same. Maybe. Uh, but I agree. From where we were, at least, they look less baby-oiled up. Yeah. Um, so, Balor came out, and he apologized for getting Baron Corbin fired from TGI Fridays last week. <laughs> Which is a hilarious joke. Yes. The TGA Fridays thing is great. he definitely does rip TGA Fridays. We don't yeah. have one here anymore. Yeah, it's Guadalajara's, yep. which sounds like it will give you diarrhea. Guadalajara's is like the... There's stuff that doesn't pertain to people about... Gua- that will be less to you about Guadalajara's. It's kind of fucked up. But not as fucked up as TGA Fridays just closing pr- without telling anyone. Probably because Finn Balor got Baron Corbin fired. <laughs> oh shit, there's no manager. Yeah. That actually, side note, restaurants closing without anyone knowing and people just showing up to work and it's just gone? <laughs> that happens a lot around here. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that happens undone. Yeah, it does. Anyway, um so they uh they had a little they had a little uh sc- a scuffle. Yeah. And um I think I think Balor came out on top. Yeah. So, I don't know if this is going to be made as a match for Extreme Rolls, but... Hopefully not. Yeah, I, the I card's already pretty full. I'm smirking at Jory. <laughs> Where it's WWE. They're at 14 matches, Vince is still going, we need a couple more. Like, <laughs> how long is this review going to be? Six hours? Not long enough. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, the, the writing is good between these two. There feels like there's a genuine, like, dislike for each other. Not that there is. Mm. I want to start a rumor on our podcast... But it feels real. Yeah. So Baron Corm- Corbin being whiny about not getting his opportunities and things not working for him is better now. Yeah. And since he shaved his head, I like looking at him on screen more. Yeah, it's not as um, embarrassing, frightening. Yeah, both those work. I would agree <laughs> with that one too. Um, so next we got a women's division match. Our first women's division match of the night. By this point, we're, we have been there for two hours. An hour and a half. Well, if you count oh, main yeah. event. Yeah, we've been watching wrestling happen live in front of us for two hours. <laughs> and, um, oh, before this started, we got a segment where Elias was uh, playing his guitar backstage. It's the only time he showed up. My poor mom. Your poor mom. A few tears were shed. Poor Miss Jory's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was playing his guitar... And he was, like, tuning it, sort of, and, like, checking strings, whatever. I don't know how guitars yeah. work. I'm black. Um, <laughs> um, and the Riot Squad walked up. Minus, minus Ruby, because yeah. Ruby's hurt. She got hurt in Rapid City. Did she, During the match? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she faced... Uh, no, she faced Dana Brooks. She faced Dana Brooks. Dana Brooks is a strong woman. Oh, that's true. Kayfabe, why is Dana Brooke just rocketed up the, the, the ladder? There is an article on GameFAQs, uh, <laughs> WWE section right now. Is Dana Brooke dangerous in the ring? Yeah. Um, that seems to be mostly... They didn't even like. see any like, bad spots that night, so yeah. it might have just been like, pull, like moved a little off. Yeah, maybe it was... Um, you, you can get minor tweaks, too. Yeah, like, that's it probably been what it just was. Like, it could have just been like walking up, or up the ramp or like... Yeah. Maybe, like, warming up backstage or something, and she's powered through really well. Yeah. Which, it's sad. I like Ruby Riot a lot. Um, but, yeah. Guitar, guitar tuning Elias, and then two members of the Riot Squad show up. Like, you gonna play for these guys? No. 
And, and then I got something for you guys, and he played just—he played kind of like a fight riff on his guitar, and the right was like yeah, and started like throwing shit backstage. Yeah. And uh, and then Liv climbed on Sarah's back, which is the new thing, which is yep. very cool. It's foreshadowing. It's wait, what happened at the end of the match? Oh, you're right. <laughs> I thought you meant overall with what's going to happen with the Riot Squad. I was like, what do you know? <laughs> um, they're gonna fuse together to become one giant. <laughs> They're going to become a a, a single singular riot squad member. Steven Universe, everybody. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know when um, Ralph asks Lisa to be his girlfriend, and they do the thing on the on the news where they like frame by frame, like you could see his heart breaking right here. Yeah, like, that's your mom when Elias is like. For these people, no. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. She had an incredible sign. She had her shirt on. Yeah, she, she had her walk with Elias shirt on. She she made a sign that said, I want to walk with Elias down the aisle. That's with a, like a bouquet of flowers and two sets of rings. I want to walk with Elias down the aisle is an incredible idea for a yeah. sign. That's great. I hope it made it on TV. We didn't really check. It did. Okay, good. I definitely saw it looking up on the thing. Okay. It's probably like blurry and out of focus, but if people have a fifty or above inch television, they definitely saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Elias is a dick. <laughs> Vince knew. <laughs> she bought all the rock merchandise, damn it, why isn't she buying Roman Reigns? <laughs> we gotta give her Roman twice in one night and take Elias away. Yeah, that's probably what this is. Um, but anyway, Liv Morgan versus Ember Moon. Ember Moon's entrance in person is even better. Incredible. It's it's incredible watching it on TV. It's even better in person. Yeah. The only problem I have with it in person is you can't see the uh, the close-up on the red contacts. Yeah. That, they should do that on the Titan drawing. It's weird that they don't even show it up on the like big thing that sits above the ring. Like, yeah. They don't show any yeah. of the entrance cameras. Yeah. They, they definitely should. Because yeah. it's usually just like the, the person's Titan Tron like, static image. Yeah. So that would be cool to see that live, but I mean, whatever. Um, in terms of the match, it was great. Pretty alright, yeah. Liv Morgan's getting better in the ring. Ember Moon's great in the ring. Her... Em- Liv Morgan's her Karano's really good. Oh yeah, it is. It's <laughs> it's probably second among women in WWE. We yeah. I think we've come to consensus that Zelina Vega is number one. Yeah, I want Zelina Vega to like like speed running speed tech, just jump between people as she's doing <laughs> it without touching the ground. And then like as she gets to the last person, she builds up enough speed and like t- it'd probably be Ricochet because he he doesn't have gravity, so she just like spins up yeah. far enough and takes off into the air. Taking his cruiserweight title. With yeah. Her? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. The Liv Morgan's sell. I think I like leaned into you and said this. Yeah. I want to see Liv's sell of the Eclipse, and boy, yep. it didn't disappoint. Yeah. It was the second best one we've seen so far. It's better than Peyton Royce and Alexa Bliss turning into fucking helicopters. Um, but yeah. It was it was a good sell. Go back and watch that specifically. Compare it to the Mickey James one from a couple months ago. Yeah. Those are the two best ones. But uh yeah, overall a pretty good match. Is there anything specific from this match you 
other than it, an eclipse in person is really cool. Yeah, it is. Anything, <laughs> anything from where where we were that was top rope related, because yeah. it it just feels so high above you, like it's it's insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the eclipse is a great finisher, and it was cool seeing Ember Moon. <laughs> Ember Moon is a presence. And then at the end of the match, after Ember Moon walked out, and I'm assuming it cut to commercial. Oh, Liv Morgan. Sarah Logan picked up Liv Morgan and carried her out. As Liv was like crying. Ringside. Yeah, yeah, she's like bawling. It's good. <laughs> but it's 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 so good. The, the Riot Squad is. I'm sure a lot of people think that it's just as boring, but it's much improved in my opinion. Um, before we talk about the next match, we got um. I think we got more Bailey Sasha. Yeah, I think this was just the one where it was like. No sound because Michael Cole was probably talking over it. Yeah, but we also got Kevin Owens coming into the arena in a Baron Corbin <laughs> end of days hoodie yeah. to hide from Braun Strowman with the hood up because he'd see it and think that he's Baron Corbin. If you could get a profile view of Kevin Owens, you know who it is no matter what he's wearing. Like, yeah, there was there was someone like the the like totally blasted purple shirt guy that was like two seats away from us. Oh yeah. Who was like, he thought it was some women's wrestler. He's like, I think that's Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Imagine, like, walking up to Alexa Bliss is like, I thought, Ke- I, thought, uh, I thought you were Kevin Owens. She'd be very insulted. Yeah, out of kayfabe, she'd probably be insulted. Yeah, yeah. She'd probably, she'd probably kayfabe insult you for insulting her and then walk away telling Mickey James how much of an idiot you are yeah. outside of kayfabe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Don't mistake Alexa Bliss for Kevin Owens, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Like, slammed dude who was chanting for Brock by the end of the night. That's <laughs> yeah. how drunk you are. You want Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Um, but, yeah. Um, Kevin Owens then hid and eventually made his way to uh, General Manager Kurt Angle's office. Which, I gotta mention, calling it an office is weird considering you're in a different city every night. Yeah. And they don't have, like, actual office sets yeah, anymore? They yeah, they don't use desks or anything, because that's probably a lot to ask, like, people who are moving rings and setting shit up yeah. to be like, hey, go get the office out of the general manager of this local hockey team's uh, office. Go get the desk out of there and set it up in here with all the other shit. It's like, no. <laughs> I don't want to do, do that. I'm tired. <laughs> but, um, yeah. He, he then told Kurt Angle, please... Just keep me. Away. I'll do anything to stay away from, from Braun Strowman. I'll give you Shania T- Twain tickets because <laughs> he had a, he's a, a thing about Shania Twain on Twitter for a while. Yeah. My 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 favorite thing with that was in like, a kid, dude, I love I love you on TV, but you're a Shania Twain fan. I don't know if I like this. And he's like, I don't care. Did someone actually say this? Yeah, he like tweeted it at at Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens was like, I don't give a shit. Who cares? How entitled do you have to be to tell someone that you, like a character, someone who plays a character that you like, to be like, I don't like a thing you actually like. I, was, I, maybe, I don't really, I don't even know if Kevin Owens actually genuinely likes Shania Twain. I'm going to start listening to Shania Twain, see if there's something to that. Okay. Alright, yeah. Hmm. Um, but Kurt Angle then responded by saying, like, you know what, you're you're in a match with him tonight. So yeah. it's a main event. Too fucking bad. And then didn't Kurt Angle say something about, like, not being a fan? Oh, he, yeah. he mentioned something about Shania Twain. Yeah, he was like, I don't like Shania Twain. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Um, but we'll have more on that later. Not too far later. Yeah. But right now, we have Reigns and Lashley versus the 
revival. The revival of what? Um, Real wrestling. No flips, just fists. Oh, I was gonna say, say the, yeah. I was gonna say the revival of uh, mocha frappuccinos, but I will never stop roasting them about the Starbucks. <gasps> it's really hard for me to believe the tough guy, no flips, just fists, when the first thing they say on Ride Along for the, for for like the first two segments of them being on Ride Along, they're just it's talking like, about getting the, the Starbucks. The first one is like, we gotta get Starbucks. He's like, would you get Starbucks? Mocha frappa, vanilla soy mocha, latte vanilla cupcake unicorn. Yeah. And then, like, the way they're dressed, too, just looks, they look like, like, H&M models. Yeah. Like, if he, if, if, Dash, if he didn't have that, if Scott Dawson didn't have that mustache. He didn't have the deliverance fucking. He didn't uh, have the confederate, yeah. like, general yeah. mustache, he couldn't sell the character. He'd probably look, he'd probably be, his character be the soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> soy boys. That's good. I like that. They should change that after. That'd be a good tag team. Yeah, it would they be. They came out vegan. They're vegans. <laughs> they respect women. Yeah. Yeah. Soy boys. Um, Bobby Lashley got new music, I think. It's mostly yeah. the same. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but... You were very excited then. Uh, <laughs> maybe? Yeah. I was very excited then, but I don't know how I feel about it now. Also, I was the only person in the whole arena excited for Bobby Lashley to come out. Yeah. The arena was silent. You could hear me fucking screaming and losing my mind. We yeah. didn't get to that when we watched Raw the day after. You're right. We watched, did. like, the first half of it the day after waiting for SmackDown because we got, got home at, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> um... I liked hearing the Big Dogs music again. Yeah. Yep. He's back. And it this... was funny just here because the meme, like, the, the joke of, like, like, we do that so often, yeah. and it happened six times it is in just, one night. Uh, that, that, it used to be the new drum roll, is whenever you tell, like, a joke, you just play Roman's music instead. Yeah. And this would be a good time to point out how nice it is to watch a match and not hear Corey Graves argue with Co- Coachman. Yeah. Oh, I forgot, we forgot to mention that Every all the announcers come out to music before the actual broadcast starts, and I just want to mention that they gave Jonathan Coachman the hoodest stock music <laughs> that he possibly could. The man who's while he's off on assignment, he's doing announcing. He's doing like commentary for golf. They give him like real fucking hood music, like yeah, <laughs> extreme. It was like trap music practically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um... Corey Graves had weird, like, metal rockabilly bullshit. That's what his his music was in, uh... In NXT, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, um... But, yeah, we, we got to watch wrestling without hearing Corey Graves and Coach just argue with each other for three hours. Yeah, that was nice. It, it was so refreshing that we didn't just hear, like, You know, Sioux Falls, South Dakota... Did you know there's a North... Di- it, we're, we're south of North Dakota, Corey. And then he'd be like, Yeah, Coachman, I, t- I went to second grade. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very nice not having to listen to those things and just getting to watch yeah. them. The atmosphere being there, obviously, is much better than just watching it on TV. And th- the only thing that I miss from it is we didn't get to hear Michael Cole go, It's the big dog! Yeah, that's... And Superman Punch, the one time we got a Superman Punch. Yeah. Yeah. Which was this match. Yeah. Where he Superman punched one of one of <laughs> these two in the face. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so this match consisted of Roman Reigns saying what he was going to do. Yeah. Was not He didn't tag in Bobby Lashley, which was interesting because the crowd was pretty hype about Bobby Lashley getting tagged in potentially. Yeah. Which didn't happen. Bobby Lashley was just like, okay, fuck this. After getting into the match himself and like laying out Dash and... Yeah, he like, even yeah. Went, he like cleared the ring. And he still wouldn't get a tag in. Yeah. So he just left. Yeah. And um, how did the match end exactly? I'm, I don't exactly remember. Like It was uh, one... The Revival, like, refused to stop beating up Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley was walking out. They called it off because they were breaking the rules. So, Roman Roman won twice tonight. Yeah. By, dis- by disqualification. disqualification. What did you call it? Uh, I said it was the monkey's paw yep. is what happened. Is right. We got two Roman matches, but he didn't do anything cool in either of them. That's exactly right. Because he, he set up for the ooh-ah, but it, nothing came nothing. of it. We didn't get a spear. We only got one Superman punch uh, compared to the that Friday where I got one spear and two Superman punches. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, and and then two disqualification wins. Like, yeah, what a fucking bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so these two are gonna fight at Extreme Rules. Hopefully, it's not the main event. Yep. Um. So, this segment was interesting. <laughs> this is fun to do in person. <laughs> no, wait, Jose, no way, Jose, no way, Jose, no way, Jose. It's so, it's so fun to see him dancing down the thing. <laughs> and everyone loves it. Yes, yes. <laughs> there were maybe a couple grumps in the audience, but... Probably anyone we saw in the Young Bucks shirt or, like, <laughs> Kenny Omega shirt. Yeah. Probably just grumps. <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, not much happened in this. No, this segment was just a repeat of last week, which was like, I told you I didn't want to do a rematch. This is stupid. I do football thing. Yeah. Oh, he got new music too. Mojo Raleigh had new music. Yeah. yeah. Which is good because his music, his old music makes me excited and then I remember it's Mojo Raleigh and I'm disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> good stinger. Um... But it's gone now, so familiarize yourself with this new music so you don't get excited again. Yeah. Um, so he basically just threw the cheeseburger guy around again and then stomped uh, stomped uh, No Way Jose and then left, and that was it. And then he, like, football charged him because he's a football player guy. Football. Because Gronkowski. Yeah, so... No Way Jose should come out on top, but... We'll see. Um, we got we got Lady Roman Reigns. Oof. Came out with Mickey James. Oof. And I agree. This, I think at this point that we we had gotten the uh, third Bailey Sasha segment where they like acted as each other, which was good. We got to see Sasha put her hair in a side pony, and I think Sasha did a very she did a better job at pretending to to be Bailey. I think there's more to like mock about Bailey, yeah, honestly. S- Sasha's just like, I'm the boss. That, yeah, they, yeah. That's all. That's all you have to do to make fun of her. She's just her, Sasha making fun of Bailey. Was like, I'm happy and nice, and I hug everyone, and I'm a I got a ton of wrestler autographs. 
Yeah. And then Bailey was mocking Sasha. Was like, I'm I'm the boss doing the bring it around town SpongeBob <laughs> thing. <laughs> she was doing the fucking bring. That reminds me of the Krusty Krab is unfair sign. Yeah, that was the Krusty Krab unfair sign. Krusty Krab is unfair. Yeah, that's good. Um, but there was a. She, and she also made fun of Sasha for the the only reason anyone cares is because she's Snoop Dogg's niece. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that. And I guess it was a big moment because they're like fighting got the counselor guy to lose his temper, which I don't know the significance of. So yeah. maybe he didn't. Maybe he he like would put Kane. He'd like tombstone Kane or something. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be badass. <laughs> that guy should be world champion. Um, but. We, this this last women's segment was uh, a doozy. It, it it felt like it was the women's evolution, so we gotta do two women's segments. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Alexa Bliss and Mickey James came out and were like, "Hey, huh? I'm the Alexa Bliss. Is like, I'm the champion." I thought I was done with Nia Jax. Yeah. But guess what? She's still a bully. And then Nia Jax came out and was like, "Hey." Our match at Extreme Rules is Extreme Rules, which yeah. seems weird. I don't I don't know if I if if Nia Jax and, and something I I realized too is like it should be the other way around. Who's announcing what? Should be Alexa announcing it's an Extreme Rules match because that gives a because it's something like Alexa definitely has the up has like an even playing field then because Nia is so big yeah. compared to her like. And something, oh, we didn't mention with Liv Morgan and Ember Moon, but same thing with Alexa Bliss, is where we were sitting, you couldn't see them. Oh, yeah, they're they're very short. They're tiny. They're short. They are tiny. Yeah. Ember Moon is like 5'1". <laughs> yeah. Alexa Bliss is probably barely 5 feet. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they are short. Um, Nia's like, I thought I was done with you after this, but I'm going to settle things at Extreme Rules with our Extreme Rules match. And guess what? I've got backup. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, my heart just—you uh, could feel it. <gasps> and then it's just Natalia. It's just fucking guitar singer. Yeah. Heart family guitar singer. What do you mean? That's cool. I just yeah. wish I wish they would have done it like. And I have Natalia with me, instead of I've got a surprise. Yeah. Don't. I don't know who they could have surprised us with. I don't know any of the women on NXT who are. Who are ready to move up to the main roster besides Nikki Cross, but she hasn't had a belt. But otherwise, not really. Yeah. I, I Maybe Kyrie Sane. I d- I don't know if they'll give her the title. So. Um. I don't know. I don't think so. But. Yeah, the way she did that, it was just for it to be Natalia, was crazy. There was a pop after that, and I'm not sure if it was just because it was like because music hit. Yeah. Or. I but it was a bigger. It was a slightly bigger than average pop. I think it's better than it was to ha- than to have um, than the the half cheer half boo we got in the house show. That was upsetting. Oh, because it was people booing her because she wasn't Alexa Bliss. I imagine probably. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, it was Natalia versus no, it's Nia Jax versus Mickey James oh. with Natalia at ringside ready to help her. Stop the right, cheaters. Right. And it was a Nia Jax match. She had complete control of the situation, and unsurprisingly, Alexa Bliss didn't want to help Mickey James. Like the Miz wouldn't help the Miz Taraj. Yeah. So, this is terrible. Yeah. Segment was terrible. The feud is not good. Natalia's gear looks fucking sick in person. Natalia's cool. <laughs> yeah. Give Natalia that belt. Yeah. Yeah. 
she like deserves that. it. She does. She deserves to have a, have a longer reign than Oscar because she because she had to put up with a farting gimmick. Yeah. Like, she deserves to have <laughs> yeah. have the women's title for longer than Bruno San Martino did. Ooh. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> she pulled off a farting gimmick. Did they play like cartoon fart noises over the Titantron for that? I think or over the like the I think PA? that's how they did that. Anyway, that's Vince definitely settling something head with Brett or something like that or Owen um, or The That's Montreal Screwjob. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely him going like, hey, you, you're like you're like family friends with uh, him. Or you're like <laughs> semi-related, like second cousin removed with him. <laughs> I, I screwed him over then, so I'm going to screw you over. Yeah. <laughs> Farting gimmick. Fuck me. Uh, so, yeah, our main event was Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens, which actually was a <laughs> giant skit. It was good. This the Bleach Report gives it an F, but and the F is for fuck them because it was good. F is for fun. Yeah. F is for friends who do stuff together. Yeah. It was. This was great. It was like, it was like ten minutes. To, it was like well, it was like ten minutes to the schedule then, but they always go over. Yeah. But and we're like, how the fuck is this match gonna go? And yeah. it's Kevin Owens and the thing I have to comment on is Kevin Owens came out, cuts to commercial. And they play, like, their celebrity thing. Mm. And they did Triple H on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Singing the Frozen song. Yeah. yeah. And when it was done, you look in the ring, Kevin Owens is just clapping yeah, along with it. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's just always he's in character. Sport. He had to have fun before doing something that maybe wasn't so fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think he did much during this. I don't think so. Yeah. So... Kevin Owens ran away after Braun came to the to the ring. Braun got a huge pop. There's lots of get these hands signs and shirts yeah. and monster among men and stuff. Kids like that. love Braun. Yeah, he's big and scary. I think that yeah, I think Braun's a little bit more interesting to kids than like the Big Show. Yeah, because he's big and charismatic. Like he's he's funny and does funny stuff. He's not just yeah. the Big Show was charismatic and did funny stuff too. But Braun. Is also like believable mean. I don't think the Big Show ever seemed to be. Yeah. He's like believable mean and tough, like Undertaker or Kane. Yeah, I think going back in time and booking, you book um, the Big Show kind of like Andre the Giant's character in The Princess Bride, gentle giant, like he's a big guy. Yeah, and you think he's gonna be mean, but he's actually nice. And yeah. he's only mean when someone hurts his friends. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, and Braun having a beard probably helps too. Yeah, beards, beards are, are cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Um, no! <laughs> I was about to eat my beard. Anyway, yeah, he, he ran out immediately for, for a count out, which was funny. And, but, but Braun, Braun, Braun didn't take that. No, Braun, Braun went and got him. Yeah, Kevin Owens went and hit in a porta potty And, you know, somehow Braun knew he was in there. He, he decided to test it. He he knocked on he he looked around couldn't find him outside yelled at the valet the valet didn't know, so he uh, he knocked on the porta potty, and then did a weird voice, like a like a, a like a vaguely woman's voice. Like, it's just like a higher pitch than Braun's voice usually is. Yeah, cause he talks like this, and his normal <laughs> voice is like this. So he went, "Hell, oh, is there anyone in there?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That will trick him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then he found out that KO was in the porta potty, taped it up, drug it from outside where it was like Holy a strong man. Shit! Instead of just tipping it over like you expect. Yeah. He he drug it into the arena, 
onto the stage, set it up to where if he tackled it, it would go off stage, and then tackle it off the stage. Yep. With Kevin Owens inside. Yeah. I definitely don't think he was in there. No, I think they I think they just and when they switched that. back to Braun, he got out and he like ran to where he was supposed to be and they dumped that like blue stuff on him because it didn't look like the same consistency either. Yeah. Yeah. And then he looked very hurt. But there's no way that's too dangerous for them to do. Yeah. But that's um, it was it was funny. It was funny. The holy shit chant was suitable there. Yeah. It was, it was good. Um, I don't know what they're doing with these two. Probably this. Hopefully not at Money in the Bank. Or not Money in the Bank. He's a monster in the bank, but hopefully not at Extreme Rules. I'm so used to saying Money in the Bank. We talked about it for like seven years. Yeah. Uh, Remember when Money in the Bank was supposed to be great? (laughs) Remember when Extreme Rules was supposed to be great? Yeah, it's going to be because we got... They announced that it's going to be a 30-minute Iron Man match for the Intercontinental title between Ziggler and Seth Rollins. Hell yes. There's no way they can fuck this up. It's Ziggler and Seth Rollins. They put on like a 30 minute match when I saw them at the house show and it was just a best of three. Yeah. I hope they don't. I think that will be the best part of the show easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Monday Night Raw. It was crazy. Yeah. It was very fun being at a live event. It's the good being good. There. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to more wrestling shows. Like Me uh, too. But I want to go to an indie wrestling show. Me too. I definitely want to go to something smaller that's in like a bingo hall or like an armory or something. Yeah, so you yeah. can see Ricochet? Fuck. That's where he Velvet, belongs. Velveteen Dream is here. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's Monday Night Raw. Um, anything you want to say about being there or anything? It was cool. There's Re- a lot of replica belts. A lot of them. A lot. My favorite replica belt was the Fanny Pack Universal title replica belt. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. I need one. Me too. Um, do you want to quickly talk about SmackDown Live? <laughs> SDL? Yeah, it was, it was one that we can be quick about. Yeah. Start off SmackDown Live with Team Hell No talking. And it's just, it was, it's weird hearing Kane, like, not be a big scary monster. He was pretty comedic during, like, the end of Ruthless Aggression. Hmm. So. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see, uh, I didn't really see a lot of it. I don't really, it doesn't really resonate a whole lot with me, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, I like it. Um, yeah, Renee was 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 interviewing them, and then or was interviewing um, Daniel Bryan, or both of them at the same time. Yeah, both of them. And then they started bickering, and um, then basically the Usos came out and said, "Hey, all you guys did was hug, and you got a title opportunity at Extreme Rules." And then they hugged three times. They're like three. Three title opportunities. Yeah, that's... Dude, those are so good on the mic. They're they're good at everything. <laughs> Put the belt back on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they they set up a, a page set up a match for later on in the night where if the Usos beat Team Hell No, they get added to the title match at Extreme Rules, which... Yeah. Sure, okay. <laughs> so, next, Jeff Hardy had his uh, Independence Day United States Open Challenge because it was July 3rd. Yeah. So. Vince wishing he could have had it on the 4th. Yeah, he would have done pyro. Yeah. I should have just asked, I should have just had my family give me all those fireworks so we could have had pyro at Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, I can't imagine one of those going off in there. That would hurt. Definitely be a fire. It would be a couple fires. It would be sick. Yeah, it would be really cool. <laughs> Burn it down, damn it. Um, 
this match was very good. The Miz is good at his job. We can't ever can we get a Miz appreciation thread? <laughs> we never shut up about Seth Rollins or the Miz. We'd never do. Even if I go, I'm tired of the Miz. By the end of the segment, I'm like, <laughs> yep. damn, the Miz is good. Um, yeah, I was expecting this for the sake of um, capitalizing on social climate for this to be Andrade Cien Almas or Cien Cara. Because that's Vince McMahon. Yeah. That'd be, that'd no. be funny. Almas is... He's... Oh, yeah. He is employed by the company, huh? Yeah. You forget. Yeah. Remember how they're going to have him do something with Sin Cara and then nothing happened? WWE.com shit, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Jeff Hardy retained. Yep. And it was a good match. Uh, it was. No, scroll cu- no skull-crushing finale, but we did get a swanton bomb. Yeah, and... and uh, Miz is just good. Miz is good, and Jeff is still over. <laughs> yeah, even in is. even in uh, Yamaha, Nebraska, as TJP <laughs> called it. <laughs> that's that's such a good joke. Yeah, it is. Even in Yamaha, they like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> San Diego, all the way to Yamaha. One more time, Yamaha, Nebraska. And and then. We got the New Day. We're having a pancake eating competition where they there's red pancakes, white pancakes, and blue pancakes. And also, I'm pretty sure Biggie was just wearing an apron. I don't think he was wearing anything under the apron. He was wearing shorts. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Okay, thank God. He's definitely wearing trunks. Th- thank, thank God. Um, but they they were eating them. They were eating them because they definitely weren't like swallowing. By, by the by the time they started like to the point where you would swallow chewed food. The thing happened. Yeah, which well, is sanity coming on, just beating the shit out of him. Yeah, which is really funny and really good. It's a good feud. It's a good feud because it's the only time you can get a natural six-man tag match. Yes, and also Killian Dane shaved his legs. Vince yeah, probably made, made him. Yeah, someone probably <laughs> said you're too hairy, so he was like, "Okay." I imagine that's probably a weird thing to like feel in the ring too, and you're used yeah. to everyone being all shaved. Maybe I don't want to be a wrestler. That sounds like a lot of work. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sanity jumping the New Day, that's great. Yeah. I, I love that. I think, like you said, it's a natural fit. What's the matchup there? Dane versus Big E, Wolf versus uh, Xavier, and EY versus Kofi? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. So that'd be a tornado tag match. You don't get tornado tag matches yeah. ever. And I just love one. It's everyone against everyone. <laughs> yes. I want that at Extreme Rules. And I think it's cool that even though they lost, basically lost, well, they did. There was an actual match. They yeah. lost last week to um, Jeff Hardy and the Usos. They're still just wreaking havoc all over SmackDown Live. Yeah. They don't care. They're just they're just insane. Yeah. Chaos. They can hear EY saying chaos. Chaos! Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, Cameramen are still bad at that turnaround. Yep, yeah, they still just fucking up something that's real cool. <laughs> we got Oscar versus James Ellsworth. And they build it as Battle of the Sexes. And I guess like 50 years ago, there was a, there was a man, male tennis player, who was talking shit about a woman tennis player. And then she just fucking like mopped the floor up with him, which is really funny. And then they were kind of recreating that here by Oscar basically calling Ellsworth a sexist pig. And then Ellsworth is like, men, the stronger sex. 
and it's like it's just it's funny with him. Yeah. He just he has that voice yeah. to him too. Or him, he's just really him good going at that. James Ellsworth the way he is and like looks going. Men are superior to women. Is, is <laughs> yeah. very funny. It's very funny. And he's uh. <laughs> And it's extra funny because he just does whatever Carmella says. Yeah, so he's he's saying this, but he's still also like the lap dog of a woman, a strong woman. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and did Oscar like beat him up a little bit, which was fun. Yeah, and then um, he ran away, and it was a double count out. So. Because yeah, Oscar chased him. Yeah, because yeah. Oscar was just pissed off at him. Yeah. We just need more Oscar screaming in Japanese, charging at people. I'm sure some people are like, I don't know what she's saying. Oh, absolutely. But it's that's not the point. Yeah. Um. And then they came back in there, and she got him a little bit, and then Carmella kicked her, and then the segment ended. Yeah. And then backstage, Paige like flirted with Ellsworth and told him that he's gonna face Oscar in a cage match. At Extreme Rules. Or or was it just next week? Next week. It's just this t- Tuesday coming. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, Extreme Rules is the title match, which... Oh, boy, I'm nervous for that. <laughs> I'm always nervous with Oscar. Yep, yeah, me too. <laughs> I wasn't before Mania. Now I am. <laughs> no, even then I would be... They'd be like, one. <gasps> yeah. But... Oof. Yeah, Mania was like... I was like passing out. Um, <laughs> that's a good picture. So, AJ Styles punched Aiden English a couple weeks ago yeah. for mouthing off, and Rusev didn't really seem to care at the time, but he cared, I guess. So, AJ Styles faced Aiden English. I'm going to 100% level with you right now. I don't remember this. AJ Styles beat Aiden English? That's all you need to remember? Was there a comedy spot somewhere? Not really. Okay. Was there a frog splash? I feel like I remember... I feel like I'm doing the... I'm rubbing my temples. Was there a frog... Did Aiden English do a frog splash? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, I, it was It was just like... Just promos, and then uh, Rusev put Styles in the accolade. <laughs> and then we got Becky Lynch versus Peyton Royce. I'm marking out. I'm marking out. Yeah. I'll say this. (laughs) What's it it like having your favorite SmackDown women superstars face off against each other in the squared circle? It would be great if one of them didn't move like a a tree. (laughs) If one of them wasn't just like, Oi, mate, I'm like 110 pounds, but I move like I'm 910 her footwork is terrible. Yeah. But she's good otherwise. Yeah. She just needs to get a little swifter. Yeah. Have her do those, like, what are those things that basketball players do where they, like... The cross leg things? Yeah. 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 When they, what you're talking about? Yes. Have her do that, like, every day for, like, 20 minutes a day. Yeah. She will get faster. That's, That's my it. only complaint about it either hope, of these two. I feel like all the women on the roster probably spend, like, six hours in makeup, so... Getting I feel like a lot ready. of them do their own makeup, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw something on Instagram where uh, Ruby Riot was hurt and Liv was, like, sitting at her feet doing her makeup for hmm. Monday night. 
So maybe I, I feel like some of them at least do their own yeah. makeup because it's probably just like I know what I want. I, know I definitely I'm feel with something like the Riot Squad they do their own because I, I doubt Vince anyone employed by Vince understands how to do like Ruby Riot's makeup. Yeah, but I imagine with someone like Charlotte or like I was about to say Bailey, but Bailey like wears none. Like Bailey so. doesn't wear makeup, yeah. <laughs> which is cool. Yeah, um, yeah. This was a uh, boy. I want to talk about Billy Kay's wrestling for a second. I like Billy Kay as a wrestler probably more than Peyton Royce, which I didn't during <laughs> NXT days, because Billy Kay just is tall. It seems like she's taller. I think so, she is a little bit. Yeah, so she she's able to do the big boot stuff, and her like stances feel more genuine. I, I don't know, but yeah. um, overall the iconics just good, just still good. Um, how did how did Becky win? Disarm her. Disar- yep. <laughs> as much as we talk about her not getting anything done, she's actually 11-4 and four on SmackDown this year with the highest winning percentage on the brand. Yeah. It's wild. She's going to cash in her secret money in the bank at Extreme Rules and pin Asuka for the championship. Stop. That's I don't mo- want that. That's the monkey's paw. No. You, get, you get a title on Becky, but she, she pins Asuka for it. No! No more monkey's paws. There's one more. There's one more finger on the monkey's paw. It's the middle finger, so it's going to be a big one. Oh, I know what it's going to be. I know what it's going to be. Seth Rollins has a match with Brock Lesnar at um, SummerSlam. But. But. It's a farming match. And it's whoever can bail the most bales of hay after... or. Might have rolled the most, but whatever. I don't it's know. And and after like after like it's just sixty minutes of watching Brock do like farm work, and you cut it cuts over to Seth Rollins, and there's just bit fires all around him. He's like, <laughs> I thought that's this is farm work. You <laughs> burn, gotta, it, burn it down. You gotta you gotta burn uh, the the compost, right? <laughs> yes, Seth. You lost though. Um. So, main event, Team Hell No versus the Usos. If the Usos win, they are added to the Extreme Rules uh, title match for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Guess what? They lost. Yeah, I wish they would have won. Me too. I wish they would have won and then won at Extreme Rules. (laughs) I mean, I don't have nostalgia over Team Hell No. So, it's cool. Daniel Bryan's cool. The thing is, is that, like, if you know outside outside of wrestling stuff, Kane is gonna be a mayor soon. Like, at the end of the year, probably. Like, <laughs> yeah. November-ish. Yeah. So, anything that they have is going to last four months. I look yeah. at my imaginary watch. Uh, yeah. So, it's it's just sort of like, yeah, this is cool, but it's just something to do until they can set up Brian versus Miz, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, he doesn't think they can. I don't blame him for not having <laughs> faith, but I, yeah. I'll try. Um... We got, we just got, we got the Usos being cool. They did their suicide dives and got both of them. Um, we got, we got uh, a running knee to a choke, and then the other getting choke slammed. Which it's just choke slams are timeless. Yeah, love them. Uh, it's just sad that the Usos were like, "You got a good year." Bye. Yeah. Put them on Raw. Yeah. Put the, put them put them on Raw and then that fixes the Raw tag division. I keep saying fixes the Raw tag division even though a lot of people like like the the leader of worlds and the B team and 
and uh, all those other teams. But I, I don't feel like the team power is there. Like there would be like the New Day or the Usos or yeah. And the bar still just stuck in Universal Studios. Rip it. Zoro is European uppercutting a SpongeBob. <laughs> Let me out of here, damn it! Just European uppercutting a SpongeBob, dude. European uppercuts and as SpongeBob like is getting up, he gets brogue kick. Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. I want to see SpongeBob take a brogue kick. All right. That's SmackDown. Oh, the Bludgeon Brothers came out and stared at Team Hell No at yeah. the end. Yeah. That's tag team stuff is happening. So, yeah, that's SmackDown. Um, WWE this week, aside from us being at it. I didn't watch NXT yet. Pretty alright, me either. Oh, I did watch NXT. I fell asleep during it. I yeah. haven't watched it at all yet. Uh... You watched, you, you, we watched uh, 205 Live. Oh, yeah, it's your first time ever watching 205 Live. What'd you think? TJP said Yamaha, Nebraska. What did you think of the main event where Mustafa Ali did a crazy thing off of in vertical stairs inside the ring? That was ridiculous. Okay. That whole match was ridiculous. Overall, though. Put a cruiserweight match at Extreme Rules with, like, flipping and smacking each other with kendo sticks. Do a cruiserweight pay-per-view. <laughs> With extreme rules, I want to see someone flip into a chair, like do a. You want to see Ricochet six thirty, but his head gets hit in the middle of it. No, I want to see Ricochet six thirty, and as he lands, he's smacking someone with the chair. Fuck, dude. So he's like flipping with the chair to build up momentum, and just. Why is a six thirty just a real life drop dash? <laughs> well, there's anyone who can do any sort of any sort of crazy move tech. It's gonna be Ricochet. Yeah. He's going to be wave-dashing at the next uh, NXT he's, TakeOver. At, at, at TakeOver Brooklyn, he's going to walk into the fucking uh, the, the like stage. He's going to zip to the fucking ring and be like suplexing <laughs> Velveteen Dream or someone. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here's the TakeOver Brooklyn speed tech. And he like clips through. He clips through the wall and Dream can't hit him. <laughs> And it, it, it glitches the ref into thinking he's still in the ring, so Dream gets a count out. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Well, watch Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy. That was a good yeah, match. It was good. Um, all right. Got stuff you want to plug? You sure do. Mm-hmm. Got, got the Twitter for this show, at CWFPCast, where we tweet about... Wrestling, kind of like how we talk about it. It's weird how that works. You talk about it, you text about it, you tweet about it. I'm everything about it. I'm about it. That's me with wrestling. <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna tell other people to listen to it, or you're still stuck in that car ride and still being made to listen to it. Fuck! Get out of that car. <laughs> they're probably they're they're like driving across the world. It's like one of those mm. boat cars. Or. Or they're driving from like L.A. to New York. Our, our episodes are like two hours, hour and a half. Yeah. They're just stuck. With, they're listening to all episodes. Yeah. With their uncle that likes wrestling. <laughs> and Sonic. And <laughs> that's us. Yeah. We're your uncle that likes wrestling and Sonic. Look, if you're, you're sitting in the back. Specifically, the uncle that likes wrestling and Sonic. I'm the oldest, so I'm yeah. hopefully not if uncle. you're If you're sitting in the back, <laughs> look at the driver, because it's probably one of us right now. <laughs> 
Um, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes and a lot of podcast stuff, but those are the big ones. Um, there's my Twitter, at NoImJory, where I tweet about video games and life and bad jokes. And Cameron has a Twitter, too. At CamHambone, I don't use it. Yeah, if you want to follow him, you'll see, like, a joke a month. Yeah, a joke a month is good. There's one coming up. How often do you, like, workshop those jokes? I imagine it's, like, once a week you go and tweet, and then you, like, delete it. I usually have one or two drafts, Mm. and then I'll read them maybe, like, once a week. Okay. And if I just, I'm not feeling it, I'll just delete it. (laughs) Um, there's my, my other podcast, which we have a set date to record next week, so that'll be up. I read reviews on it that said they, that people were scared that we quit, so we definitely didn't. I just scream about wrestling instead of anime. Wow. <laughs> I'm 24 years old. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's We Are Watching One Piece. You can find it on Twitter as We Are Watching OP. Um, or if you just look up We Are Watching One Piece on iTunes and SoundCloud, you can find it there. Um, the a thing I was... I've been... Uh, working on the last few months is finally out and i'll be throwing a trailer at the end of this episode for it um it's interstitial a kingdom hearts actual play podcast it uses powered by the apocalypse as it's kind of like base setting for um what it's about uh if you're a patron to my other co-host's podcast got it memorized you can listen to it all in one day if you want. Some people did. Some people already listened to like all like 13, 14 episodes. I think there's 13. Because How long are they each? Like an hour? An hour-ish. Damn. Yeah. And it came out for patrons yesterday. And there's people who have already finished it and were like, that was incredible. What did I do with my last 13 hours? I slept. And worked. And worked. <laughs> did not listen to a podcast. Good, good for you for having that time. I applaud you. <laughs> Um, but if you aren't, if you aren't a patron or you can't afford to be a patron to got it memorized, um, you look up interstitial on a, a interstitial King parts or something like that on iTunes. Since it's from a Patreon feed, I don't believe it's going to be on SoundCloud at the moment, but the trailer and the first two episodes are up. The first episode is character creation, which is more, everyone just explains their characters and Riley explains the rules. Um... And the second episode is the first world we go to. Since it's Kingdom Hearts based, everything's based either within like Final Fantasy or Disney. When we say Disney, we don't mean Walt Disney Entertainment, the channel or movies. We mean the Disney Corporation. So anything Disney has touched, it's in there. Which is evident by, if you listen to the trailer, you can hear the fucking wild character that someone is. And if you can get through the trailer and hear who they're playing as, and you're like, I don't know. This doesn't so- this this doesn't sound interesting. I don't know what's wrong with you. Probably boring. Yeah. Probably like the Big Show. It's probably like someone who who watches like something sci-fi. Like, this doesn't make any sense. So realistic. <laughs> now I don't know why you'd play PUBG. Why were a hundred <laughs> people dropping on an island? Now we're just fifteen. Yep. All right. Um. Yeah. Next week is the week before Extreme Rules. So we're going to be talking about the normal shows next week, and the week after that we're going to be talking about Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. 
And then the week after that, we're going to be talking about Slammiversary. We should do a special Slammiversary only episode. Like we did WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Especially j- Just because like it'll be weird. Like, all right, here's the three cards that were on Slammiversary. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> here's WWE. Yeah, it would it would be weird. We should definitely do a separate Slam. We should Slammiversary's on a Sunday, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, separate <laughs> Slammiversary episode sounds. Yeah. Good. Hopefully, Rosemary comes back. I can imagine that's probably what's going to be the end of the Knockouts title match before it happens. Is Rosemary like, because she she put herself into Allie or something like that, right? Is I think Allie maybe just was trying to channel her. I don't know exactly. Oh, okay. But, but she's going to be whatever. She's probably going to show up and like... Unless she's hurt. I haven't looked into that. I'll, I'll search Rosemary on Squared Circle. Okay. But yeah, we'll actually be talking about Slammiversary. And we'll talk about Impact without being assholes. Yeah. Even though it's fun. Hopefully <laughs> Rosemary's not hurt. Yeah, hopefully. So, uh, th- thanks, thanks for listening. And we'll be back in like a week because... That's how long it takes for more wrestling to happen. No, there's wrestling every day of the week. Bye bye. Interstitial, a Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play podcast. Playing a game called Interstitial. Our hearts intertwined. I'm Riley, and I'll be GMing this disaster. Names. What are your names? I didn't even ask. What are your names? Uh, I'm Edith. Hi. I'm Roxanne. And I'm Marsh. I descend in the Bugatti and say, I am the mind freak. (laughs) There's our dad. (laughs) Our dad's back. Sounds like you want to force a change of location for Mr. America. I do, but I did read the first option is take something from them. So I am going to take Captain yep. America's shield. <laughs> yep. If, you're, if your question is ever, can I do some bullshit? My answer is always, <laughs> All right. I know who this is. His name is Squall. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, hey there, Squall. He flinches. <laughs> but it has a nobody symbol across its chest. This is like, the worst thing you've ever done. Oh, no. No. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think you're giving Chris Angel enough credit. He's a good guy. He's doing his best. Is that a sentence you ever thought you would say? So I definitely already know Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh yeah.